I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bucknutters, welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Monday, November eighteenth, twenty nineteen. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Bill Bank Green. Bank, let's start right at the top. Ohio State, Penn State this Saturday at the Horseshoe. Buckeyes favored by eighteen and a half points. Uh, what do you expect to see this Saturday? Uh, that line is crazy, to be honest with you. But yet, it's it's legit. I mean, I, I don't. I, I thought the line would be fourteen, but. Um, you know, I, I think Penn State's – this is a huge game for them, especially going back to, you know, James Franklin's comments last year after the loss to Penn State about taking his program to the next level. Um, this is a tall order for Penn State. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, they're good. They're really good. But, you know, it's really hard for me to see them coming into Columbus and winning this game. I think they're up against it. And I think Las Vegas can see that they're up against it, you know. A 19-point line in a championship-type game is pretty much unheard of, you know. So that tells you what Las Vegas thinks of this matchup. Um, and and I, I think it's going to be a really, really hard game for Penn State to win uh, in Columbus. I think Ohio State's cooking. This is, you know, this is a better Ohio State team than Penn State has fa- faced in the past couple of years. I don't think it's as good of a Penn State team as what they've had the past couple of years. Um, you know, them coming in with only one loss, it's, that's a darn good year for James Franklin, I think. I did not expect Penn State to be this good this year. So, we'll see. It's football. Upsets happen every week. And if Penn State comes in and beats Ohio State, it will be it'll be a major upset. Yeah, Penn State's been looking shaky lately. We know, I mean, Indiana's a solid team this year. I mean, Ohio State crushed them like they've been crushing everybody, 51-10. to 10. But, you know, Indiana gave Penn State fits in Happy Valley. Um Penn State just seems to be trending the wrong way to me. I agree with you. I just feel like, you know, anything can happen, but it's going to be real tough sledding for Penn State, especially in the horseshoe. The way this Ohio State team's playing, they were able to rest their starters again um, for the entire second half pretty much. Um, and K.J. Hamler, hopefully he's okay, but he had to leave the Indiana game with a concussion, wasn't able to come back, so hopefully he's okay. But if they don't have K.J. Hamler, I don't know what they're going to do. But it just seems like they're trending the wrong way, Penn State. Yeah, I, I don't know that I'd agree with that. I mean, because even if they lose this week, I mean, they're probably going to finish 10-2, and going to go to a nice bowl game. That's a darn good year. I mean, if the bar I mean, is compared to where, I just mean, just to be clear, I just mean compared to where they were, they were ranked number four, you know, a week and a half ago. Compared to being ranked number four, I feel like they're okay. turning the wrong yeah. way. Okay, I see what you mean there. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I, but you know what I mean? If, if they win this game and we're talking a week from today, you know, it'll be a complete different narrative. They get their shot. 
You know what I mean? That's all you want in this business is a shot. And, and they don't need, really need any help. All they got to do is win this game this week, and they're in the driver's seat to go to the playoffs. So, you know, this is what pretty much, I, you know, to refer back to what James Franklin said about taking his program to the elite level, this is the game. You got three hours to get jump into that elite category. All you got to do is come into Columbus, beat Ohio State on their own field, and you are headed to the playoffs. So, you know, they can turn their trajectory around real quick, but, you know, I just look at it from where I thought they were to start the year, and I think if they end up finishing 10-2, and two, they're going to go to a nice bowl game, and, and that's a pretty darn good year. So, but to take that next step, uh, they got to win this game. No doubt about it. Before we move on to other topics, um, we're going to go all around the Big Ten. Not all around the Big Ten. We're going to touch on the Big Ten. We're going to touch on college football national topics, the college football playoff. Before we move on, what do you remember about Sean Clifford um, in high school? Obviously, kid out of Cincinnati St. Xavier. He was ranked, for those who don't know out there, I know you know this bank. Um, you probably wrote these rankings. Uh, he was <laughs> the number one quarterback in Ohio in the 2017 class. Obviously, a third-year sophomore now at Penn State. Um, I believe he was the number eight overall player in Ohio, a four-star kid. Obviously, the Buckeyes had Tate Martell in that class. Um, I don't think they really looked at him. But just take me back to the recruitment of Sean Clifford. Was there any interest in, uh, between Ohio State and Clifford, and what type of player do you remember uh, that Sean Clifford was in high school? He was really good. Um, no, I don't remember any interest with Ohio State because they kind of went through that. They locked up Danny Clark early, and then, you know, they had Tater coming, you know, also fairly early, really in the spring. So that one there, like, I don't think they really looked at him, and I don't think he would have fit Urban's style of QB. Um, he would have fit Ryan Day's style, though. But, and Clifford is really good. You know, doesn't have a super gun for an arm. He's not uh, physically imposing, not a 6'5", 225-pound kid, not a 4'4 kid. He just wins games. He knows how to make plays. He knows where to go with the football. I mean, for a first-year starter, I think he's had a heck of a year. Um, I like him. Smart, tough, perfect for their system. And, and he can give Ohio State trouble this week. If his line can give him protection, if they can give him time, he can find receivers. If Hamler's healthy, Hamler's a problem. The tight end is really good. Now, their other wideouts would have to step up and really play above where they've been this year. The key there is going to be, can that O-line, you know, get Chase Young and Tyreek Smith off him? If he's got time, he's going to make some throws. He, he was a real favorite of mine. I, I thought he was a heck of a quarterback, and um, I saw him play twice in person and liked him both times a lot. Dare I say, Michigan is looking good, Bank. Sorry, listeners. I just I call them like I see them. They look you know, dead in the water after that Wisconsin game. But, you know, and you're thinking, oh, they, this, you know, Josh Gaddis, speed and space. I still need to see it against, you know, Ohio State, and I don't know if, if they're going to be able to do that. But I got to, you know – I gotta, you know, give them credit. Michigan seems to be catching their stride at the right time, and gotta focus on Penn State this week. We don't have to; the team does. But uh, right. looking ahead, I mean, I'm I'm concerned about that Michigan game. Michigan suddenly looks like a good team. They do. Um, they found something, and I don't know what, but they found something at halftime of their Penn State game because they had they were headed to another butt kick and loss there. Now they did lose the game. But, my God, in the second half, they were clearly the better team. 
and they've been really good ever since. And, you know, I haven't watched them a ton, but I have watched them. I've always liked those wideouts. I think those wideouts are top shelf. And, and Shea Patterson was playing terrible early in the year. And their O-line was not playing well at all early in the year. So you kind of fast forward. Now the O-line is giving him time, and he's making throws, and those receivers can make plays. They've kind of found a running game now. And, you know, their defense, they lost a lot of guys off that team last year, and they're still really good. They're going to give Ohio State, I think, a really good game. I think it's a huge game for Harbaugh. And like I say, we're looking ahead. Players aren't allowed to. We are. Um, Michigan's at home. They would love nothing more than to ruin Ohio State's perfect season. Um, you know, the one thing about that game is if Ohio State takes care of business this week, obviously fans won't want a loss, and no coaches want a loss or players want a loss, but Ohio State would be able to lose that game, I believe, and still get into the playoffs. So nobody wants to go into the playoffs off a loss, and, you know, no Ohio State fan wants to lose to Michigan Ryan Day doesn't want to lose to Michigan, but I'm saying this week is really the more crucial game if you're looking at, you know, getting to the playoffs. The Michigan game will become more crucial just because it's the Michigan game. But, you know, if you're looking to get to the playoffs and win a national title, you really got to win this game this week. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. There there actually is a very, you know, there is a scenario where Ohio State could lose to Michigan and, you know, still make the playoffs and, you know, win the national championship. They could win the national right. championship and right. lose to Michigan. Let's not even go to – I mean, I guess if you gave me that scenario, I would take it. If they're national champs, obviously I would take that. But, my gosh, that would be a weird way to win a national championship in a season where you lost to Michigan. But, anyway, we're getting way ahead of ourselves there. Um, I want to ask you about the Big Ten West. Speaking of Big Ten championships – um, who do you think is going to win between Minnesota and Wisconsin? Minnesota really could have wrapped it up. They would have beat you know, Iowa. They did not beat Iowa. Um, do you think we're going to see a rematch of, assuming Ohio State gets there, of Ohio State and Wisconsin? Do you think Minnesota might be able to pull it out? I think we're going to see a rematch. I really do. And I, I, think, I think Minnesota is not quite as good a team as Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is a better team overall. But I also kind of think, that Wisconsin might be a better matchup for Ohio State, even though, you know, it might not make sense, but styles make fights. And I just think that Wisconsin style is just meant for Ohio State. You know, they're so one-dimensional. And I, I don't know that, you know, we wouldn't see an exact duplicate of what we saw a few weeks ago. That could, Cone's not going to turn into a great passer. Those receivers are not going to turn into big-time receivers overnight. So I would see a, a repeat in that game. I think, you know, Wisconsin would be, be struggling to score 10, 14 points, and they'd have a hard time keeping Ohio State from getting their 30. I do think they're going to beat Minnesota this week, but I think Minnesota, with the ability to run and throw, and those receivers are really good that they've got. The quarterback is getting better all the time. So, you know, with the ability to run and throw, um, you know, I don't think Minnesota – I don't think it would be easy for them to line up and bang with Ohio State, but I think they would have a better shot than Wisconsin would. I think Wisconsin, Ohio State, I, I just think it's going to end up like it, like it always ends up. We've seen it in the past how it goes, and that was with Ohio State out there with quarterbacks that really couldn't throw the football at all. Terrell Pryor, you know, J.T. Barrett, Braxton Miller. Ohio State still won almost all of those games. Well, now they have a big-time passing attack, 
So you match them physicality, lineman for lineman, that's a wash. But then you've got, you know, skilled guys all over the field that Wisconsin just can't match. So I think Ohio State would rather play Wisconsin. Um, and I think that's who they're going to get. It's funny to say that, but I agree with you. Yeah, I think, it, you know, um, you would rather play Wisconsin. Um, I don't think it'll matter. I think Ohio State's going to wax whoever they play if they make it to the Big Ten championship game. Um, want to look at Alabama and Tua. I'm not going to pretend like I didn't read your uh, blog. I know you and I feel the same way about this, that, you know, Alabama, I don't see a path to them making the playoffs. I know you don't either. Tua is out for the season. Um, their best win, if, if they win, who, know, who knows if they're going to beat Auburn now, um, you know, there would be against an Auburn team that already had three losses, will probably have four losses, um, and you know that's going to be their best win. They're not going to be SEC champs. I just think Alabama's done. Uh, your thoughts, Bank? No, they're done. Um, there's no path for them to the playoffs. It was going to be thin. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was going to be thin, even with you know, to a healthy blowout over Auburn, all that. They still had it. That was going to be a rough hoe to get back in. Um, without Tua, they're not going to put them in there and have them just get mopped. You know, they've got – it's just not going to happen, and that's the way it is. Um, I think the the Georgia-LSU game is just such a key game, um, and there's a lot of chaos left that can still happen. There's no chaos that can help Alabama, in my opinion. Um, the SEC to me, it, it, yeah, boy, that, that Georgia LSU game is just going to be a monster of a game. And that's going to determine a lot, but I see no path for Alabama at all. And your, your thoughts about Tua? I mean, I, I, there's like conflicting uh, views about this that, you know, that Mac Jones was <laughs> warming up and ready to go in and, and Saban put him back in. Just, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Just your thoughts, just bad luck, right? Is. How you look at it? Yeah. What, yeah just your thoughts on. You hate to see that. I hate to see it because, well, number one, I'm not a hater. I don't hate anyone, you know. So that kind of removes me from 99% of college football fans. And that kid is just an awesome kid, had an awesome career, does the right thing, says the right things. He's a real favorite of mine. So you hate to see that happen. Now, I'm also old school enough, Dave, that I believe football players play football. That's what they do. You can play the – he shouldn't have been in the game. And got in, in the advent of the internet and Twitter and social media, boy, it really brings all the, you know, I don't know, all the different kind of coaches into view. There's no right or wrong answer. Players play. That's what they do. I mean, Urban left guys in really late in games. Ryan Day has left guy in really late in games this year. Saban wanted to run a two-minute offense there and then get him out. Makes sense to me. I mean, guys can get hurt. It was a new injury. Um, he had 500 pounds of human being drive him into the ground, landed on his hip. Um, it's unfortunate. It made me sick to see it. But, you know, I, I, I just think football players play football. That's what they do. I mean, Ohio State could have benched everybody this week, not taking Justin Fields or Dobbins over to Rutgers because something might have happened. They could have put you at tailback and won that game. So, but, but coaches just don't think that way. So, you know, I, I would have no bad feelings toward Nick Saban at all. Um, it's football. It happens. It's a violent game. So, um, if he had it to do over again, he would have left him at home and not taken him to that game. But you don't get do-overs. It's, it's life. It's the way it goes. And you move on. 
I'm with you 100. percent It's a violent game. You can get hurt any play. You can get hurt in practice. You know, you can get hurt in walkthroughs. Theoretically, um, I'm with you. Um, you know, I, I don't fault Nick Saban for that at all. At first, I kind of my first reaction was, "Oh man, Saban's going to look really bad here." The more I thought about it, it was like, you know, I mean, it's the second quarter. Yeah, you're up 35 to seven, but it's not like we're talking about late in the third quarter or something. They wanted to really have him play one more series and get him out of there. It's just a freak thing, and. Uh, but it looks like Bama. We don't know if the I – I'm not ready to say the dynasty's over, but I think they're done this year. I agree with you on that 100%. Great stuff, as always, from Bill Bank Green. Thank you very much, Bill, and thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate that as well. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.